Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Okay, hopefully uh, we're now working with sound. We're having uh, some sound troubles before I restarted the stream. Anyway, nice little intro for us there, me just talking heads at the screen. So welcome to the first ever uh, session here of Slice and Dice uh, and in the Many Lands campaign, which... uh, Hopefully you can all now hear me uh, for. So a couple of announcements before we start, which we've already been through. We're going to do it again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) First thing is, um, if you've missed our character creation session, you can now see that on our YouTube channel. That's session zero. Um, That'll be up there forever, because unfortunately on Twitch, it only lasts for two weeks before it disappears. So um, everything's going to be up for you to catch up on on our YouTube channel. That's Slice and Dice. Just type in Slice and Dice or Slice and D6 or follow the link uh, on our Twitch page. And the second announcement, which was met with a lot of uh, met with a lot of uh, of good stuff from these guys, uh, was fake dice. Um, basically, uh, we have um, uh, this is the way for you guys to get involved with the campaign and have your inputs uh, by contributing and coming up with your ideas for what you'd like to be on the fake dice. Fake dice uh, could be any kind of. Um, apocalyptic event it could be something as lovely as a a tune on the breeze or something that changes the world in some way for the players and in fact for the many lands in general Um, whatever your imagination can come up with i look forward to hearing your suggestions so the ways to get in touch about that um, basically use hashtag fake dice anywhere and hopefully we'll pick it up so it could be on the chat it could be via our social media accounts or just posting on social media in general that's hashtag fake dice uh, and we'll look forward to that. The first fake dice will be rolled after a um, we've had 20 suggestions that will fill up a 20-sided dice. Easy as that. So, without any further ado, because I think we're all uh, hunky-dory and working now, let's uh, jump in with the first ever, the inaugural, the premiere uh, adventure in The Many Lands. Okay, everyone. So hopefully this is all uh, this is all working a bit better now. So uh, you can now be seen. Hello. Ah, hey. Good evening. Good evening to uh, DK and James. Um, you may have noticed if you have been watching the character creation session that uh, the, who was Dan is now DK, and who was DI is now going to be Dan because it just it just flows better, doesn't it? DK, you're happy with that? Makes uh, sense. Sounds good. I received was that. Everybody, including Dan himself, hated DI. I got that so. too. I got that too. Literally, everyone hated DI. So fair enough. Dan and DK, let's as, go with that. That's as a confusing. person or just the name? Um, whatever you like. Okay. Good. Yeah. In fact, you, I mean, James was saying before the stream that um, that Dan uh, that that Dan yeah. is now going to be called Dan too, and you're just going to call him that forever. I've already got that in my phone. So Brilliant. That's, that's just a. It's more like to hear. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so that's it. focusing down because we've got this lovely map behind us uh, of uh, the many lands on the screen um so like any good D campaign let's uh, start off with a little bit of background a little bit of a monologue by myself just to give you establish some of the uh, themes of uh, what's going on in the world of the many lands so in a time of tolerance exploration of wait a minute let's give some dramatic music behind it shall we 
Let's use the theme tune as we've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because audio has been our selling point so far. Audio has been our selling point. <laughs> yes, yes, it has. It really has. Anyway, in a time of tolerance, exploration, and multiculturalism, a Cold War threatens to catch light. The dragonborn kingdom of Rachir, once seat to the dragons of old, is locked in a passive struggle with the neighbouring republic of Burekrin, contesting for dominance both above and below the mountains that divide them. The paranoia of Rachiri spies in Burekrin has grown to such an extent that now all Dragonborn are forced to carry documents to prove they are not from the kingdom, and all ships into Rachir are now being blockaded by the Burekrin Republic Navy. But they are not the only ones interested in the mountains and the Dragonborn Kingdom. Smugglers look to move their ill-gotten gains across the border. Prospectors and adventurers attempt to plunder the ancient treasure rumoured to have been put there by the dragons. And other dark forces lurk in the shadows, for reasons yet unclear. To the north, war is the customary stance. The lands of Aruskin and Provincia, two tribal nations, one of savage orc tribes and the other home to the horse lords, clans of men and dwarves, continue in a ceaseless struggle for the remaining habitable territory before the Great Ice Reef. To the west, the forest nation of Loranlas, a sprawling mass of nature, have so far stayed out of the Cold War, but the High Council, much like their denizens, are, mischie are mischievous folk and always have an ulterior motive. They're now looking at the map, which is great. To the east, a war of words. The plains of the crowflies are under the jurisdiction of human noble houses, with the three liege houses squabbling over rights to land and resources, all while their industrious expansion cuts down the forests where their guardians are beginning to awaken. Below them, the arid deserts of Isk, run by a diverse collection of guilds, the Golden Way Consortium, opportunistic and ambitious groups constantly looking to get one up on the competition. To the south, across the Star Sea, lies the secretive elven empire of fallen stars, a proud dynasty with a chequered history, and also the birthplace of the first mer-elves. The health of Pelagius II wanes, and rumours suggest he will abdicate for his daughter and only heir, Arienne, who would both be both the first ever empress and first mer-elf ruler. And in the Far East, away from the rest, the mysterious barren state of Kothar, a land of untold magical power, and once belonging to the most fearsome of dragons, and some day, some say, they may be reawoken. Aside from nations, ideological wars rage too. The converted of Burekrin promote the message of the Great Eight, the most popular and established polytheistic culture in the many lands, but have recently found opposition in the Dwarven Creation Collective, who believe in the one creator god, Fairfan. The monks of Burekrin's Barkhang Monastery, Barkfang Monastery, as well as those of Isk's House of Glass, believe only in the balance of the light and the dark and have upped training of their followers in preparation for the coming dark. Where am I? And there are those that still worship the ancient dragons as gods, along with a plethora of other deities. Organisations vie for power. The Golden Guild, the Aelin, the Red Suns, Mason's Guild, Alchemist's Guild, uh, and Winds and Wings all look to advance their position in the Golden Way Consortium in Isk. 
The Order of the Broken Fang continues to pressure the bureaucratically mired Bureaucrine Senate for funding, insisting that unnatural, corrupted beings are a growing threat in the wilderness. The Furbolg of the Crowflies, under the banner of One Nation, seek to protect the forests and push back the tide of feudal humans who oppress them. And no one knows what the agenda of the Red Mages are. All in all, something big is on the horizon of the Manylands. An apocalyptic battle of good against evil so intricate that in the entire future of the Manylands could be decided by an unlikely group of adventurers. Such things are perhaps beyond uh, Seth, who at this time you've been, um, well, you uh, arrived in Burekrin only a few days ago, um, just off of the shores of, um, of Ilerberak, yes, yeah. uh, the city there. Now, you were told by Captain Burns when you landed um, that uh, Ilerberak is perhaps a place to avoid, given your heritage and seafaring as a pirate, as it's a known base of uh, the Burekrin Republic Navy, yeah. and they're pretty good at identifying pirates. So uh, you've been told to give that a wide berth. Um, as such, in your quest um, to find some likely uh, recruits and uh, allies to uh, help you in your monster hunting, um, the main road has been the Rack Road heading north uh, east out of um, Ilerberak. So you managed to rejoin the road uh, and head up there. Nothing really happens for the first couple of days as you travel up there. Um, you go past through a couple of villages. It doesn't seem like anywhere that you'd find any particularly good swordsmen or anyone, any particularly good fighters. Um, you do also notice that there are um, the, the villages that you pass through aren't particularly well defended. The guards seem to be um, on almost on a shoestring budget. You can't really tell why, but they seem to be very sparse, the amount of guards that you find along your route, which makes your passage actually quite easy. I'd say from, from where, when I was speaking to Captain Burns or when yeah. I was coming towards there, there's more blockades around the port towns, aren't there? So would I guess that the... The uh, blockades in Brachir, yeah. Yeah, people have been... Come, uh, uh, soldiers and such have been taken from the towns probably more, most likely towards the more port towns for the blockades and yeah. stopping people coming in. Yeah, that's probably... I think you could reasonably yeah. deduce that. Yeah, that's that's quite possibly what's going on. Although, uh, make an investigation check to see if you can get any more information from that. First roll. First, first roll first of roll. the series. Investigation, and negative nat, one. Nat 20 off, off, off the bat. 12. A 12, okay. So with a 12... Um, so as you pass through the villages... Um, you you don't pick up on a lot of whispers as you're not there for very long, yeah. but um, you do overhear general murmurings about uh, the border between um, Rachir and Burekrin being um, apparently heavily guarded, and that's. Is there a border spot other than the main mountains blocking it? Not as far as you know. It seems okay. that the mountains is the the natural border yeah. between them, and that's probably would be where all the guards would. Be. That's also where you're heading, um, so probably probably a little bit of a yeah, a little bit of trepidation on route. Anyway, um, you go. Time goes by the first couple of days without um, without notes um, until on the third day, um, just in the evening, you um, do come across uh, what you think is uh, uh, somebody. Um, you, you you catch somebody in a cloak um, just just off of the road, just sort of in the, the foot of the mountains um, and before as you go to 
uh, go across to them if you if you choose yep. to go across to them. I assume you would. Yeah. Go and say hello. Um, unfortunately, um, they um, before you can get to them, you are accosted uh, by uh, members of the Pyrrhican Republic Guard. Uh, yeah. And so where we pick up with you is uh, in fact um, that evening. So it's a dark and stormy night. As the dark carriage trundles down the wreck road, it would be relieving to be out of such a storm that's literally, it just came over in the last hour or so. It would be very relieving to be out of the wet if it wasn't for the fact that you are in a prison carriage uh, arrested with uh, three other reprobates uh, along there with you. Uh, inside, the ca uh, it's made, it's very... Um, Spartan, you might say. There's a there's a, a wooden seat, which is the most comfort you guys are offered. It's basically wooden benches, um, and uh, you are all manacled up. Your items have all been taken. Uh, <laughs> you you can, as you do have time for this when you're arrested, because because you because you're a rogue, I'll let you do this. Um, you can either make a deception check or a sleight of hand check, your choice, to see if you can smuggle uh, a small item. It just, you just need to tell me what it is before you do it. So it could uh, be thieves' tools, daggers, that sort of thing. Cool, I'm going to go with sleight of hand and I'll go for the thieves' tools. You're going to go for the thieves' tools. help in escaping. If okay, so you can try and sleight of hand I your can. thieves' tools to hide them before you get arrested, because so you do get warning. You for are... the last investigation, which was uh, negative one, sleight of hand plus six. Okay. That is a nine, so it's 15. 15, 15 is enough. Um, you do oh, manage nice. to just up your long sleeves, put your, or wherever you would like to put them. I, that seems like the most logical place. Go up your sleeves. Up the sleeves, up in the trousers. Go okay. up the sleeves. That's good, that's, that's really useful because your hands get manacled. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, all four of the prisoners are manacled um, with a chain coming off of your iron manacles yeah. going towards a central ring just mounted to the floor of the caravan, to okay. the, of the carriage. So, yeah, you're hooked in essentially to that, yeah. which limits your movement as you try and uh, move around and itch your face. It's actually quite difficult to reach when your face. When they uh, arrested me for mm -hmm. walking, did, uh, did they say where they were taking me? Um, they did, but uh, in fact, um, in fact, actually, uh, they... Uh, you didn't catch it the first time, but that is reiterated. In fact, it's being reiterated right now as oh, you're okay. as you're in the as you're in the carriage, looking out, staring out at the gloomy night, tuning out of most of this uneasy conversation between yeah. and protestations of the prisoners, uh, until you hear one of them, a female dragonborn, a copper dragonborn, um, with kind of like a, a, a feltish tunic. Um, wearing darkish clothing and it's got a dark cloak and hood um, who's been um, protesting for quite some time to the one guard that's in the caravan with you um, just saying for, for the last time I'm, I'm a citizen of Burekrin my brother and I we have a, a house in Runda yeah I've heard it all before alright yeah yeah blah 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 you're a dragonborn you didn't have documentation right when I asked you for papers you didn't have it alright so now, I'm going to take you down to Ilerberak, and if you do have documents, you can get them over to there while you have trial. All right? Is that okay? She looks pretty miffed at this situation. He then turns to you. Goes, hey! That scarf down off your face. Let me see your mouth. Can I actually raise my pants to the manacles? You can certainly try. So I'll start, I'll start to raise them towards yeah, it. Yeah, you, so can, you can reach they, your, they you, can, you can actually reach your okay. face, yeah. Yeah, so... I've, Go for the scarf and I just literally blow it down. And so you're going to cooperate, yeah, okay, there's, okay. There's nothing there, just 
face. Just a, just a general half-elf, little pointy ears. Yeah, so it's tucked up a bit higher at the back now, mm-hmm. but it's just, just under the chin for, my, uh, for the scarf. Because yeah, I should say Seth normally has quite a big, um, is it reddish sort of scarf? Yes, yeah, so I've got a red scarf to, uh, tucked into my jacket, so the red scarf usually just goes across the mouth there and just across the ears, so you can still see the top of the ears, so it's easy to see mm-hmm. half-elf from the top of the ears. But right. yeah, it usually just covers bottom of the nose, Top of the, around the mouth. Basically, like Kenny from South Park. You're like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> no, not Kenny. Um, so, yeah, so you remove that and he goes, Don't think I don't know who you are. I've seen your kind before. Does he know who I am? Uh, you can make right, an insight check. check. Yeah. Yeah. Insight. Ah, ten. Ten. I mean, he's. I've, he's um, as guards go I mean you, you are of the opinion that uh, guards are not particularly perceptive however there is something slightly unnerving you're not sure yeah. what he means by he knows you because yeah. um, for you that could mean a many many things okay. um, anyway he then interjects by saying bloody pirates I'll send you back and we're sending you as well to Illerberat to await trial alright you're going to wait trial, you'll see your pirate, and then you'll be gone from Bureaucrin, because we don't want your rabble around here. Uh, imagine just going to stay quiet and start to look down a bit. So hands go back down, look down a little bit. But uh, I'm going to wait till someone else starts, the, hopefully the Dragonborn starts to talk again. And I'd like to see if I can start to use the Thieves tools on my manacles. Sure, while, sure, sure. While she's talking, hopefully arguing with him. So I'm sort of just looking down a bit dejectedly. But sure hopefully go try and get the manacles off well interestingly the dragonborn isn't the one who speaks up but when you actually as soon as you look down um it's then the the third prisoner uh, a halfling uh, yeah. who wears quite a big top hat with a little feather in it but it's quite bent and clearly quite old and, and second hand and much used top hat um wearing mostly um, this sort of sackcloth type baggy trousers you know dirty shirt and stuff like clearly uh in amongst it he's also got quite a bit of soil stuck to his hands uh and he speaks up and goes Wait, wait, I, I don't know why I'm here. I don't, I've done nothing. I'm just, I'm, I am a, a, I'm a well-reputed businessman. I'm a Royston of Royston's Rags and Riches, and all I did was I was acquiring some normal equipment as I do, getting my supplies from my suppliers, and then you know, next thing I know, I'm arrested and put in this caravan. And the guards turns to him, and goes, "You're caught red-handed, grave robbing near the border." <laughs> all right. That's why you're here. You're well known to us, Royston. We know where you get your wares from, my lad. This time, you're going down for good. Ah, well, that's a load of rubbish if I ever heard it. I I, I know nothing of the sort. And he turns and just like looks out of the window. The guard then turns to the final prisoner. While you're doing this, sorry, yeah. Um, uh, Turns to the final prisoner who is a, um, uh, who's a human, very bedraggled um, hair, See, you see like one tooth sticking out. He's got what puts you on edge about this guy is that, um, apart from being quite tall and emaciated, what's much more unnerving than, than his general um demeanor and his general look is the fact that he's uh, he's jammering to himself <laughs> and he just continues to do this. Uh, and you can you notice that everyone else shots moves slightly away from him. The guard looks in for one moment and this. 
turn and he's about to turn back to you. Um, you can do so your. So while yeah, while he was yeah. sitting still, I wanted to uh, start to take it off. But if I do get them off, mm -hmm. I want to keep them on the wrist. You so just want to unlock them, but they're still on. Yeah, much, cool. Yeah. Okay, this this will be a sleight of hand check. Um, you get thieves' tools proficiency added on to this. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I'm proficient with thieves' tools. So for that, it's. Do I just add, what do I add on? For, for well, see, now, I, I, I think I differ from the official rules on this, because I might be wrong on this, but what I do is, um, because you're, you're trying to break out of this, you wouldn't be able to, actually, no, forget that, you wouldn't be able to attempt this without Thieves' Tools yeah. or a key. So you just add your proficiency, which is plus two, I think, yeah. so to the So I add that to my sleight of hand. Uh, to the, sorry, this is how I do it, yeah. So sleight of hand plus the um, Thieves' Tools. because I'm using the Yeah, so you get an extra plus two on top so of your sleight of hand. So whatever I roll. Yeah, so it's going to be... An eight, so uh, sixteen overall. Sixteen. I think you've got it off. You're not sure, but you think you've unlocked it. Both or one? One of them. Okay. Okay. The guard then turns back to you, but before yep. but before he um, can sort of lock eyes and see yep. what you're doing, the dragonborn then sort of interjects and goes, "Well." Uh, well, look, um, uh, maybe maybe there, there must be some other sort of a, a arrangement we can come to. Maybe uh, I, uh, I I don't want to to be arrested. I'm I'm an upstanding citizen. There, there must be there must be something that you can do. I mean, this is outrageous! And just she starts putting up this fuss. Um, and the guard immediately, his attention is drawn to her away from you. So, so she's kind of doing you a favour. Yeah, I'm going to start to attempt the other one. Yep, sure, go for it. Six. So, uh, 14. 14. Okay, again, you think you've got it off? You don't know because obviously you're not actually taking it off and given yeah. the angle and it's at night, even with your dark vision, you're not entirely yeah. sure you've got it off. But you think, you think you've got it off. Yeah. Um, the, um, the, the sort of um, the, the debate that seems to be happening in here about all of these prisoners claiming their innocence apart from one for for reasons um, uh, then sort of starts to crescendo as the uh, the dragonborn then sort of brings in brings in the halfling to it and goes because look at this we we are we, we we are not we are not we are not criminals we are normal people we we just want to go about our lives this is this is you know what this is this is because I'm a dragonborn isn't it this is because of the way that I look that you think that I'm some sort of spy and uh, and the guards then just like well look there's nothing to do with that you don't have your papers I said that if you don't have your papers it's the law if you don't have your papers we have to take you to court and we have to get you tried and proved to be a resident and okay this is right if, if you guys carry on I will I will start taking numbers all right don't don't let me beat down on you and it just and the, the halfling joins and they all start talking over each other it's building into an argument would well, you like to do anything about so, that well for the argument yeah no, <laughs> no, no literally I just wanted to now with it's going full-blown argument with the medical hands I just want to start to open them up Sure, sure. see if they're both open. Okay, so first one comes up. Yep. You go for the second one. Yep. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. That's that's not a good thing. Oh, dexterity. That, that is a good that's thing. That's good for you, yeah. <laughs> uh, 19. 19, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, the others didn't make that, but... Uh, okay, so... Um, Almost in a sixth sense kind of way, you manage to manoeuvre your body as su um, to shield yourself from the sudden impact that has just is just happening in front of you. From below the carriage, just explodes in wood and uh, splinters just fly out. The entire carriage yeah. just lurches back. The um, 
the uh, the front of the carriage with uh, where the horses and the driver are yeah. just is separated from the rest of you and between that there's just this sheer rock face just comes out okay. of it you are knocked down along with everyone else uh, into with the remains of the um, of the carriage that goes careering off of the road you're just tumbling over you can't actually see what's going on but because you saved you only take half damage you take three points of damage three points of bludgeoning damage the rest of them taking uh, seven Could you open up the bore to the uh, tab one, please? This is the art attack version of. Here's one I prepared earlier. Uh, Both both pages, please. Uh, Anywhere anywhere on the board's fine. That'll do. That's good. Okay. So in that moment, uh, yeah. Uh, you, um, it's it's like an explosion. It's like it's like it's like the carriage has driven over a mine or something. The way it's just exploded, but then this pillar of rock, essentially, and and earth and matter, just like comes out of the ground straight into the carriage through it, and it's all you see basically, like ten feet above you, as you then, with the rest of the occupants, career down the hill off of the road and into uh, the grassy yep. area below. Um, so. Um, when you um, you're now prone, okay. Both your manacles are off. You did manage to get it, um, and you can see that the the chain this where is working the, out for a better just prison break, not part of a chain gang. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you can see that um, t- the other three are still attached yep. to the chain, which is it's about fifteen feet away from you. Yeah. Um, the guard is is on the floor, quite dazed. Yeah. Uh, and what you see left of the carriage. Um, leads in a trail of debris up to the road and there on the road looming over all of you you can see a being composed entirely of rock and oh. stones and boulders and yeah cool. so how far away am I for the road you, so you are let's 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 get the map out shall we let's let's put stuff on the map so everyone can see let's bring up unarmed big being of stone Lots of people tied up together. This you have six health hit points. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's perfect. Little earth guy there. Um, oh, I, I even brought debris, bits of debris. Not that one. <laughs> as far as you can tell, the horses at the front have scattered okay. up ahead, up the road. They just they bolted as soon as uh, this impact happened. So, Bodies around me. There's four. The three chain gang all still chained together with one central point. Yeah. And the uh, guard that was in the back of us. That's right. I yeah. I don't see the guard that was driving the carriage. Now I'm gonna just see where this. Okay. So that is the chest with all of your belongings. Is over there. Um, so in the chain gang, you've um, on the ground here. You've got. There's the half link. <laughs> The, uh, cra- the just curious. The crazy man. For the scale of Lego. Yeah. Is the rock creature that tall in comparison to our Lego figures? About fifteen feet tall. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's a tall, cool. tall guy. Not that one. Cool. Unarmed. <laughs> single digit health. Yeah. Like, yep. Everything's totally fine. There's, there's you. Uh, currently prone. Can't actually see that because I moved that there. There we are. And um, the ah yes, and then the the dragonborn there. 
also also attached in the chain gang there. Let's put that bit where the chain thing is. There you go. So where's the guard? The guard, good question. He's uh, over here. Uh, he's over there, sorry. Okay. okay. I know I didn't like do any perception checks while I was in the carriage and such, but mm-hmm. did I see an obvious weapon on him? Oh, uh, the guard? Yeah. Um, yep, he had a sword at his hilt. Uh, at, and sorry, at his hilt, does that make sense? Uh, his yeah. belt. And, uh, and he also had a shield, which he, but he didn't have that equipped in, okay. the, uh, in the carriage. He had it actually to one side on the floor. Cool. That's now nowhere near him. Yeah. Um, it's somewhere in the debris. Uh, <clears throat> as you all come to... Need to roll initiative, please. Set dies. <laughs> oh god, is it that bad? Cool. Cool. What did you roll? My initiative is six. Six, and in fairness, um, that's better than some. Um, so Is it better than him? No. <laughs> it's not better than him. Where did I Ah oh, there it is. I need this. Need my monster manual. Um because because that thing's going first. So it's got a movement of 30 feet. Good to know. So it's good. Head down, one, two, three, and it just moves through the debris as if it's not even there. It's, um, it just it just casts it aside, doesn't even take any mind towards it. It's um, heading straight, it seems to, it doesn't seem to have noticed you because it's heading straight towards the chain gang in the middle. Um, and it's gonna use its action to, to dash towards. You remember we started at level one, right? Yep. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. He's coming around here. He gets to there. That's his turn. So he's, he's moved all the way down there. It's now the, the guard's turn. He's going to get up. Seeing that there's this giant rock creature in front of him, uh, he's going to back away. He's going to back away a little bit. Up towards the chest up here. Oh, of course. Right by my stuff. He's also, key, but he hasn't taken his eyes off of um, off of you lot, and he just he just kind of looks back up. Sorry, giant monster, and he's not. He's he, still, sorry, still he, looking sorry, at sorry. Me. He looks at the monster, and then he's keeping an eye on you guys as well. And it seems that his focus is now more on what you guys are doing. He knows where the rock thing is. Yeah. Um, and you, and um, I'll say that you 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 get you see him do this. Well, you hear him at least because he, he looks up and goes, "Nels, get back here." Um, and that's that's his turn. He's gonna yeah ready himself for what may or may not happen. Uh, okay, so next is you. Really? Yeah. Wow. The other, yeah, roll yeah, rolled badly on the others. So, Fair, so I'm, I'm going to stand up. Uh, can I see how, how do they look like they're doing? Um, they all look a bit battered. Battered and bruised. Um, are they awake? Are they conscious, sorry? Um, yes, all three of them are conscious. Conscious. Cool, so I'm going ye- to yell over to the guard, guard! Throw me my weapon! You can't fight it alone! Make a persuasion check. Persuasion. Plus five. Nineteen. So twenty-four. 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 Twenty you have a plus five on persuasion. Yep. Amazing. Okay, that's uh God like looks at you. Yep. Just nods. Um, it's not his turn, so we can't do anything yeah, yet. But um, is there anything else you want to do on your turn? Because you've got, because you're, because you're a rogue, you've got bonus actions. You can do things. Not yet. <laughs> Level one. 
That those those powers are level two. What the bonus action to dash yes. disengage? Or yes. Level two is it? Oh. Okay. Level one, dude. Am I just rubbing this in now? Sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so that's that's him. Well, I've, so I've got. You. So I've spent half my movement to stand up. So I've got 15 feet, and I'll most likely dash to get closer to the weapon weapons. Mm. I hope this ends up being like Ice Ventura. He throws you your sword <laughs> and it's like pales in a leg. I'm just checking because there's fire on there. That's not an actual campfire, is there? Uh, there isn't actually a campfire. Okay, just, just checking. Currently, no. It's still chucking it down with rain. Um, it's, uh, it's still wet, uh, sludgy underfoot. There's a lot of mud. Um, lightning occasionally as well. It's uh, not, a, not a nice atmosphere out there. I'm going to go close. This is the... No, is that the Dragonborn that I'm close to? That is the Dragonborn, yeah. The Dragonborn, cool. Um, can't, I can't do get all of them unlocked. Is there any way I can separate the chains here in the middle? Because um, it's, it's, it was just interlocked, wasn't it? So there's no nothing, nothing there I can... No, the, it's just attached directly to the, ch uh, to the, to the ring, so... If I try and do a slight... Um, try and pick the locks on, on her manacles, can I get them both? With an action, or would it be just I would, one? Yeah, I'll say you can you can unpick her manacles as one action. I'll let you do cool. that. Yeah. So um, but it's that will have to be next turn, won't it? Because you've already. No, so I've literally just moved the rest of my movement fifteen feet. Oh yeah, I just because you just talked to the guy and I did a persuasion roll. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, you can try and try and break her out. Go for it. Is that again a sleight of hand? Uh, yeah, sleight of hand plus your thieves tools. Cool. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. It's off. You got, got it off. Looks up at you and just just nods. Yeah. Like she she knows what's going. On. It's her turn next as well. So good. The one that can breathe fire. It's copper dragon fire, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, I think it might be acid. But uh, I didn't write it down. But, uh, I'll check it. Yeah, check it. Anyway, um, she's not going to use her breath weapon. Funnily enough, this turn. Uh, anyway, um, it's now her turn. So she's going to get up. I'm not really in a square. Sorry. She turns to you and she says, We can't win this fight, we have to get out of here. I was like, help them up. <sighs> she sighs and she uh, pulls out her own thieves tools and she uh, goes... Ah, I made the right calling. She, 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 goes, she goes for... Um, goes for the halfling who's nearest her. She'll make a slight hand check. Okay, so the halfling is now backed up to you. Yep. Um, he's now out of his chains. It's just the human, the crazy, crazy the crazy man is the only one. Uh, the feral man, you might say, is the only one left in his uh, in his chains currently. It's now his turn, uh, and he just starts he starts rushing, um, like yanking at the at the chain uh, to try and break himself free um, to no avail. He's still chained up there. He does manage to stand up, but he can't move from his current. Spot and he's just just more just like shouting and screaming, uh, and you see he actually he then pulls out an arm and he goes to bite his own arm, um, which is on his next turn. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a weird guy. Uh, top of the order, um, it's now God. It's now this guy. But he doesn't get a turn. This he, he unfortunately he does. Uh, he's not, moving. He's moving works. towards you guys. <laughs> And you just see, he doesn't even 
well, this 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 being doesn't really have a face, but um, it, it's just it seems to be single-minded and it's just focused on this one goal, and that is the little halfling next to you. Okay. It goes to make a grapple against Not him. Not me. Uh, it succeeds against the halfling. Picks him up in one giant hand. And much to his protestations, like, ah, you know, what, what do you mean? What did I do? And he starts... Move, he starts heading... Uh, he just pushes past you guys. Uh, he then... On his way through, smashes into the, um, just stomps down on that ring that was holding the chains, yep. which then breaks, setting free this guy who, in in his moment of uh, in his moment of confusion and sudden joy at being set free, uh, then doesn't just sort of freezes up like huh? uh, before a foot comes down onto him. Uh, yeah, it does hit, and he gets squashed and dies. Unfortunately, just buried in the ground as the uh, as this this thing continues on its like way. Goblins, man! Like level one goblins. <laughs> goblins would be so nice. Squishy. Like a bird or anything, anything I could have hit. Uh, and starts heading away. Uh, it's now the guard. Throw me that damn weapon. The guard is um. So he's up there. He sees this thing coming towards him. He's also seen. Um, he's also seen the uh, the dragonborn run off into yeah. the into the woods there because she hasn't managed to hide. So he um, go seeing the two goes in pursuit of her. Um, runs off this way, <clears throat> getting to there um, before pulling out before pulling out a dagger, just throwing it at her. Like you won't get away with this. Does he hits? She takes. She takes two points of damage. Uh, sorry. Um, she takes the three points of damage. Uh, but she takes takes a dagger just in the side. Doesn't seem to do too much damage. She managed to sort of glance it off. Um, yeah, that's his turn. So next is you. Cool. I'm gonna yell to him. Thank you for the weapon. Thank you. That's very helpful. Oh yeah. So oh still, god. Still unarmed. <laughs> And he, the giant thing which can kill someone by stepping on them has taken the halfling. A lot, a lot of uh, big questions here for this one. For First uh, encounter. What, what are we going to do? Yeah. I can't fight. Can't do rogue things. He's definitely dead, right? Squished, just squished out, right? I mean, he got crushed. Just checking, just checking. You heard this sort of sickening crack as it went down. You're pretty sure he's dead. Cool. It's not been paying attention to anyone else, has it? It doesn't seem to, no. It seems to be quite single-minded in what it's doing. I want to yell something to them, but... Cool. I'm going to attempt, so... 5, 10, 15, 20... 25, 30, going to dash, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, I want my stuff. Okay, so you open the box. Uh, yeah? Can mm-hmm. I open, is that be my free action? Well, let you use a free action open it if you want, yeah. Because I, I did want to yell at the guard again. Uh, one or the other. Which one yeah, would you like to do? Yeah, that's why I was... Uh, What's more important to you right now? I can get my stuff next time. But I need 
they're gonna be fighting, so I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at both both of them. So both of you stop fighting each other. Fight this thing. Uh, just gonna yell, but mostly at the dragonborn because I know she's gonna retaliate from the dagger that's been thrown aside. So it's mostly to her, telling her to stop. Like, don't fo- don't focus on him. Focus on this. Okay, uh, you can make a persuasion check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. You are pretty persuasive, apparently. It is now her turn. Um, pulls the pulls the dagger out from her. <clears throat> throws it to the ground. No one's gonna throw it. And says, uh, and she shouts <laughs> at you, "Don't tell me that. Tell him." And she's going to. Uh, she hides. That's her action. She manages to duck into the bushes. That's her turn. Oh. The halfling's turn. Ah! <laughs> Let go of me! He's going to try and escape. Yeah, he definitely didn't. He rolled a two, so it's not going to. It's not going to work, is it? No, he doesn't. He doesn't succeed. Um, and the other guy is dead. So, yeah, so, uh, so straight to the top again. It's, it's not a golem, but this. Uh, so I'm going to. I'm just going. Stone, this thing keeps stone going. Giant. Just over this way, it seems to be heading in the direction of the mountains, and it now picks up into into a run as it like just just starts making its way unhindered, of course, because halfling is a small creature and it's yeah. quite a large creature, um, making a beeline for for the mountains. Uh, okay, it's now um, the guard's uh, turn. Uh, so he's got a choice: come back towards me or go after her. So he looks at you. Yeah. And looks, and he he seems undecided. Yeah. He seems to be thinking about what you've said, and thinking, you know, looking at this thing that's now heading away, this, the yeah. immediate danger, and then, and he's trying to suss out the situation from what you can read on his face because he's a guard, you're a prisoners. There's a thing, a massive like force of nature has just walked through, just decimated yeah. everything, and he's just trying to process everything, and he seems. He seems to be um, sort of um, shocked into silence and shocked into yeah. inactivity. He does nothing. Um, okay, uh, your turn. Cool. I'm going to open the crate. Open the crate. Okay, so inside the crate, you find, as well as your items, all yep. of your items are in there. But in addition okay. to that, you also find um, you find a rapier, go, go. Uh, a packet of fine sand. Uh, not just those though. Oh, but wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> there's a shit in here. There's more besides dirt. You find, wow. Uh, ten bottles of uh, crimson liquid. Uh, unfortunately, all ten of them have been smashed, and the liquid is just all over, <laughs> all over this, uh, um, all over this chest inside. Uh, there's uh, a gemstone, very dark gemstone, very dark, almost, almost um, just complete black. Um, this uh, this particular gemstone, a rudimental hand axe, wooden handle, looks like it's been chewed quite a lot. I, I can guess who that is. Uh, and lastly, a f- at the bottom, a finely crafted bone horn. Okay. Um, you, which items did you want to take, or did you want to take all of them? Uh, well, I take mine. So I'm assuming. So I've got a. So I say I've got a very dark blue jacket on for. Mm-hmm. My long dark blue jacket. Assume um, most of my items were kept around 
I've got like a large leather belt which goes around the side for my items and daggers. So I'm assuming the whole belt's in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that out, reattach it, make sure I've got the little bits and bobs. I'm assuming this is no longer a free action to re. No, to that'll be an put, action yeah, to do that. Full belt. So I'll take. Um, surprisingly, I'm going to leave the chewed hand axe. You're going to leave the chewed hand axe. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And Not I'll, for everyone. I'll take the uh, the gem the gemstone. The rapier. I don't know why I'm taking the packet of fine sand. Did you just there's something about it that just calls to you. And what was sorry? Finely crafted. Oh, was it horn? Uh, yes, a bone horn. Bone finely horn. crafted from bone. Like probably goat's horn or something like cool. that. Cool. So I've uh, I've got my rapier on my right, the my short sword on my left, two daggers behind my belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to attach the rapier just to the side with my short sword. Long uh, the horn just below my rape, my right hand rapier mm-hmm. and the other stuff I'm going to tuck inside my leather belt so with that being my whole action and the free action to open it I'm going to start to walk over to the guard uh, from there okay five ten is it difficult terrain to get over this part here uh yeah to get over 15, the, 20, the wreckage yeah 25 30 cool yes cool. sir Okay, great. Um, it's then the Dragonborn's turn. She leaps out from the bushes. As the guard turns to face you, she sort of appears from behind. You see this in the night. If it wasn't for your dark vision, you wouldn't have seen this. She pulls out her own dagger and goes to, goes to slice the throat. Um, yeah, it's going to hit. So with sneak attack, I'm not gonna, I don't think I need to roll this. I'm pretty sure he's going to die. Um, but I will anyway for dramatic effect. Uh, it wasn't a very good roll, but it's some ones and twos to the dramatic yeah, effect. Yeah, what ones and twos and threes, but uh, ten damage is still enough to kill him. It's enough to kill me. Uh, and just like uh, just just blubbering, just blood, just p- uh, spitting out of his neck. This guard just slumps to the ground. Uh, I was dead. about to develop a buddy cop relationship with him. <laughs> oh well. Um. I'd say combat is now over as the that thing just continues on its yeah. way out. Cool. She, cool. So she's now sizing you up and just looking directly at you. Yeah. And she says, she, she, "What the hell was that?" I've never seen anything like that before. It's, why did it take the halfling? What was his, what was his name? Royce, Royston, something like that. Yes, Royston. Yeah. He's known as Royston the Bag. The bag? The bag man. Is that for the grave robbing? Yeah, oh. yeah. He's, uh, I've crossed paths with him before, but uh, I wasn't expecting um, something like this. It's like, I didn't think it was important enough for something like this to happen, so. Hmm. Um, we best get out of here. I think um, so, there's no explaining this. Did you see that thing? It's. There's no markings on the ground where it came from. And you look yeah. over and. Not the road, there's no, there's no, there's no trace. Uh, no, it's just it seems to have just moved through the earth as if it wasn't even there. Uh, yeah, um, that was going to be my next plan of follow it. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be leaving any tracks on the ground. So uh, I'm going to ask him like, do, do you know where we've ended up? It's like, because we, we got taken, we were going through the road. We were a few days northeast of was that one? Il Ilabrak? Where did I start? Yeah, Ilabrak. Yeah, Ilabrak. Oh, so we were That's where they were taking us. So we're taking back. Do you know how close we are? <laughs> Days away from here. 
I can tell you where you are, but first, she points the dagger at you. Yeah. Give me back my stuff. What stuff? No, let you. From the box. The rapier. Rapier. That's fine. So I take, I take back the second rapier. I hold it by the. She takes it very quickly thing. from yeah. you. Good, then we are agreed. We are, um. We're on the rack road. We are. I think there's a crossroads not far down that way. Um. I don't know about you. Uh. She don't follow me. I'm heading back home. Is home in Rachir? Perhaps we'll meet again. And she just heads on the road north. Starts heading away from you. I don't know what I'm doing next. I actually turned off that map, but I turned off the camera for that. But she's gone. If someone turns up, I'm taking credit for all of the murder here. Just be, be like, yep. So you're now don't al- mess with me. So you're now alone with two corpses and uh, the wreckage of a. Uh, of a carriage. Cool. I don't even know why I was here in the first place. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna. Kind of, yeah. Do you want to? Well, what do you want to do? I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check his body for anything he's got on him. The guard or the the, uh, the guards. The I'm, guard. I'm assuming crazy eating arm man had nothing left on him because I, mean, I found his chewed axe. You could you could check his loincloth. I'm, just I'm, I'm gonna survive without checking that. Okay. So I'm gonna check the guard, see what he's got on him. Could be a hundred pieces of platinum in there. Never know. I'm gonna pay not to do that. So um, you can check the guard to so make an investigation check. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. So in addition to the, um, so in addition to the obvious, so he's wearing um, male armor um, with a helmet. Uh, with a, a tabard of blue and white, which is the color signature colors in chevrons, blue and yeah. white chevrons, the signature um, color of um, Burekrin. It's in fact the same as the flag, um, and just like the flag with the two golden mountains uh, representing um, the two, the, the the unification of the two races, the men and the dwarves, finding their way through. Because Burekrin is dwarvish for the way through. Um, there you go. Does Little he have anything there. like? Um... Like soldiers have like dog tags sort of thing. Um, he, that would be like a medallion with the symbols of. No, you see, you religion. see, you see um, on his uh, arm a, pack, a signature of rank. You can see yeah. that he uh, is a corporal, so not high, not a high-ranking uh, yeah. soldier at all. Um, you find a coin purse um, with twenty silver pieces. I profited uh, from this. <laughs> you've, you've looted a corpse, <laughs> um, and. In addition to that, there um, there's a day's worth of rations. Um, that's that's it. So um, I don't know how far I am taking the rations. Yep, sure. Take the rations. Um, sure you don't want to check crazy gnawing guy. As part of your investigation check, uh, you also do it's find you find one other piece of wreckage, which is a bit unlike the rest of the carriage. It's actually um, it's wood, like yeah. the rest of it, but it's a sign that's that's just. Uh, it's, Kind of the sign is hanging off of this oh, bit okay, of wood. Yeah. Um, it says one word on it. It says "in." And it's pointing down the road. Is this the Jurassic Park thing where the sign's been turned around and I'm about to go to complete? You can you uh, you can inspect it in some way if you like. You want to make a perception check? Just yeah, to check it. Just a perception check. That's a natural five. Uh, perception, so it's seven. You suspect you, you suspect this may be the wrong way around. Uh, but you did roll low, so you may be uh, wrong. <laughs> you're, you're quite suspicious of this particular sign. As long as it's pointing one way down the road, I'm going to start to follow it. Before I do, the um, 
point where the golem explode, stone giant exploded from the ground. Mm-hmm. Can I take a look around there? Yeah, go for it. So it was, it was sort of there in the middle of the road, wasn't it? Yep. Um, I'll say, as you already rolled a perception check, you can use that again if you would like. Or you can roll and see if you get better. Uh, it was like 13 or something, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So yeah, I'd like to roll it again. So I, I kind of literally want to investigate. Oh, sorry, investigation, exact, yeah. Yeah, the exact circle sort of that. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a, have a scout around quite there. Quite quickly. Have a look around that, that, that dirt and um, bits of stone because the uh, bureaucrats do have stone paved roads. So you, yeah. It's gotten worse. Six. Okay, um, you find nothing out of the ordinary. Um, it's you're like you're basically hitting this paved road and just like trying to find like a crack or any and there's nothing. It just seems completely perfect. Yeah. Like it hasn't been disturbed at all. Uh, one of the things I took out of the box was my notebook, so I'm going to take that out and just write in what I've what the, what happened with the golem before I go. So just uh, say, you sit down. <laughs> came out like how he exploded out the ground. No nothing left when you move sort of thing it's um, very strong it's still raining at this time so you you would have to go under shelter but yeah you can do that yeah so I'm going to ride and I'm going to head the way that the sign is pointing cool you start heading down towards the inn okay so sometime later uh, uh, the rain has um, is still continuing it's not as heavy um, but it's still continuing Um, a few hours down the road you come to a crossroads and on that crossroads um, you find um, one quite large um, long building. It's unlike a lot of um, Burekrin architecture, which is a lot of marble and white stone, very grand, tall buildings. This um, this looks a lot more new, and it looks to be partially made of clay, with the upper floor made of wood. It looks like a much newer build mm-hmm. um, than the stuff that you would normally come across uh, in Burekrin. Um uh, it's a, a long, yeah, a long low building, and um, a bluish glow and raucous laughter seem to be coming from from indoors uh, out through through the main door. But before that, in front of the door, uh, you see uh, quite a tall, broad half orc okay. um, who seems to be having a discussion with uh, with a dragonborn, a black dragonborn this time in full plate armor. Okay. Uh, they seem to be having some kind of disagreement. Can I, as I'm, as I'm walking towards them, assuming they're near the entrance, so the they're standing directly in front of the entrance. Yeah. Ah, okay, so going to uh, walk over, going towards them. So I've got my tricorn hat back on. So as I start to walk towards them, go to move inside, mm-hmm. going to take that off and just go. Excuse me, gentlemen. So uh, I attempt to move past. Okay, but... you can you attempt to move past. Um, the orc immediately blocks your partner. Hey, yeah. Look, we don't want any trouble in here. Okay. Right, there's uh, no fighting. Whoa, I mean, you can fight, but don't. Uh, no weapons, okay? If you start using weapons, you're out. So I've got my hat in hand, and I'm just sort of just gonna do that sort of attempt of like tipping my hat to him. It's like, mm-hmm. no problem at all. There's been a no. few. There's been a few murders here recently, and we don't need any more. I don't want any more authorities coming in here, okay? That's no problem. So the murders inside here or outside? You can do the math. Just checking. Uh, I'm just going to actually ask him the direction I've come from. Uh, which way was it? Like, have I, so, so you've I've come, come from the northeast. So if I've come from the northeast, you're coming then downhill. The golem was heading north yeah. when he was going. Sorry, you've headed. So, sorry, you've headed southwest. Sorry. Yes. The, the golem's headed north. So the yeah. golem's headed away from. So him. with that path, it was heading towards the Regaga. Rega- 
Magaga Mountains? Oh, the uh, Rack Garrett. The Rack Garrett Mountains. So yes, that's where I was heading. Yeah. Cool. Just wanted to get. Let's I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Tracks. The um and the Dragonborn that you came across, she went to the east towards the foothills. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so um. So you're. He then nods. Yep. And pulls back. It's quite a tall. He, although he's quite a tall and broad half orc, he's not as muscular as you were, as you were yeah. expecting. You you come across orcs and half orcs, or you know of them at least. Yeah. And they're quite brutish. This one, not so much. Seems quite refined, short back and sides, yeah. um, slick back hair. Um, also, you notice has a little sort of um, satchel with a with a book poking out of the top, and he um, just waves you on, lets you in. Oh, okay. And as you as you enter, you hear the. Um, you hear the dragonborn going, I am a representative of the Order of the Broken Fang, and you won't let me in, you let him in, this is ridiculous. And you enter the, into the tavern. Cool, cool. So yeah, I'm going to head straight to the bar. So, so as you uh, walk into um, this, it's quite a sight as you walk in actually, because immediately in front of you is this, um, this like 10 foot by 10 foot tank of water and it's got this um it seems to be lit from underneath in some way it's got this, this cast a bluish white kind of glow uh, yeah and there's some some harmonic music playing in the background at the same time as this happens it seems you're in the middle it's in the middle of a show a lot of the patrons seem to be gathered around and watching um this particular um uh, this particular event in the tank and you see um a uh, a beautiful merfolk uh, mermaid as it goes um, with sort of pinkish hair waving in, in the water, w- waving a ribbon around, doing some kind of dance of some kind and just flowing rhythmically with the music and some of the patrons just seem to be entranced by this, others uh, not so much, who are up at the bar um, taking taking some drinks to your left there um, seem to be a few booths which are shuttered off with um, sort of purple drapes Kind of give them some privacy in these booths, and you can see you can see the bottom half. You can see there's a, a few people in the individual yep. booths, but on the right hand side is the bar. You can see there's a few patrons up there um, uh, who all seem to be um, raucous amounts of laughter. Yeah, uh, there's a bit of uh, um, tomfoolery. Well, not tomfoolery. There's there's quite a bit of um, uh, camaraderie, a bit of shoulder barging, and you know. It, bit of rough and tumble at the bar um, between uh, jostling for position um, apart from on the far end to you of the bar um, where there are it's completely the opposite there it's very still um, there are three characters there one of which takes your eyes straight away um, because uh, they're seven foot tall and they have the head of an elephant uh, which is not something you were expecting to you've never seen an elephant before yeah don't think I've seen elephant or anything mm, like that and the two um, dwarves that seem to be uh accompanying this particular uh, elephant man yeah. uh, uh, unlike the rest at the bar who are very rowdy they seem to be bored for lack of a better word um, yeah. to the point of possibly falling asleep yeah um, yeah of course I'm going to head up to the bar uh, is there, are there seats there or is it just yeah so there's some bar stools um, along along this uh, wooden bar so, stools along this bar uh, so Sam, quite just, a big old bar just going to so hats in my hand, just going to put that on the seat next to me and call over the bar, call over the bar man. Well, as you get there, um, you see um, 
you see that there's like a as you look over there's a yeah. small there's like a almost a, a raised bench behind the bar and you can see this one gnome in a lavish sort of felt green uh, jacket and waistcoat like a three piece suit it's yeah. green three piece suit with a very very hipster uh, turned up moustache like tw- it's twiddled round all the way around Poirot-esque moustache um, seems to be sort of pa- male pattern balding outside of his head um, serving some drinks yeah. and uh, then yeah Come along to go. Oh, uh, hello, and uh, and welcome to Flaming Jack's Bar and Grill. <laughs> what can I get for you? I mean, she's got a, a very exasperated side. Okay. Something strong. Something strong, you say? Well, perhaps you'd be interested in Flaming Jack's Challenge. Why not? Well, and he points. Um, points at a sign um, just further on the bar from you yep. there's two signs one says uh, wanted monster hunters and below that it says why not try Flaming Jack's challenge yep. um, the details of which it says underneath but you can't see it from where you are okay so I'm just going to say to him what's the challenge well I have my famous recipe of Jack's of Jack Booker Flaming Jack Booker if you can drink three of those cleanly you'll get free drinks all evening no don't write that down that's stupid I need to mock him for it later uh, it's my own well, recipe video, it's fine oh, it's true. It's yeah. fa- if you can knock down three of those without you know any adverse side effects then uh, free drinks all night how about it? Let's go for it. And shake his little yeah. hand. And he's like, right. Uh, and he calls out to the cook. Uh, three. Um, <laughs> three for Flaming Jack's challenge, please. Right. Now, anyone else here at this bar like to try Flaming Jack's challenge? And the, uh, the dwarves with the uh, elephant man just turn, turn around and go, aye, aye, I'll be good. Ah, yeah. Ah, ah. Give us some. Give us some. Hey, elephant man, you want some? Uh, no. But thank you. And the uh, the one who hasn't spoken out of two dwarves then um, sort of whispers, do you speak dwarvish? I don't do speak dwarvish. You speak dwarvish, so you hear him say, um, two of the other ones in dwarvish, bloody elephant, it's a bloody elephant, I won't drink with us, what kind of guy is he? Uh, excuse wa- me, friend, I think you'll find that's Loxodon. Elephants are... Somehow tangentially related uh, species of animal. Very similar in, in appearance, I'll grant you, but we are different nonetheless. And I would prefer if you didn't use the derogative of, of my species. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yes, I have a quite gentle constitution. I really do not feel that this would be uh, uh, conducive to my, my, my insides. Plus also, uh, I, I raise my trunk. Mm-hmm. I, 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 they're going to be on fire. It's best not to get involved. Um, the uh, the one who spoke first in common, um, you take him in at this point, um, bald-headed, um, bare-chested, uh, lots of tribal tattoos, and sort of this um, very angular um, uh, geometric shapes tattooed into him, uh, and his colleague with him, uh, <laughs> also similarly, but has uh, quite a bit of hair, um, and a bit shorter, and the first one, he just ha- folds his arms and just looks up at you and goes, He don't like you. Oh, I don't like you either. Common or dwarvish? In common. Oh, I am sorry to have offended. I will, um, and I 
assume I've got some sort of beverage with me. Yep. Uh, Whatever you're drinking. Go to the lail, probably. Grab my pack and leave the table and head over towards the bar. Okay, uh, so you're, okay, so you head towards the bar, yeah, and, and, and awkwardly that's also where they're heading to get some drinks. Uh, um, oh, but I'm guessing uh, you're going to move aside and like yeah. let them, they, they're heading towards where you are, yep. you're going to get to the opposite side of the bar, presumably. Okay, um, okay, cool. Um, so, um, a few moments later, laid out on the bar are nine shots. Of Jack Booker? Of flaming Jack Booker. Uh, they're not flaming at this point. Um, this is kind of this greenish black viscous fluid you see as it as it as he kind of spills it on his way over you can see it it moves in the yeah. very full Jack Booker yeah very full and it's yeah. and it's um yes it doesn't not as free flowing as water it's a bit slower than that so yeah like I said um viscous fluid lovely mm. and uh he then sort of pops uh pops a little coffee bean on top of each each of them yeah. and then strikes up a tinder box and sets all of them on fire uh and goes right okay who's first then so I'm just going to it. It's like, do I drink it on fire? I mean, I, I mean, you can. Just, just <laughs> There's no reason why you why you wouldn't. <laughs> you can blow it out, of course, if you're chicken. <laughs> and he twiddles his moustache as he says this, looking very excited about this. So before I take my drink, it's just gonna just gonna go to the dwarves. Just go, cheers. So, Cheers! And I'm just going to hold a split second back until I've seen them drink theirs on fire. Okay. They um, they both blow out theirs before they um, before they <laughs> drink. Just them. checking. Just checking. And the uh, um, so the the one with the with the blackish hair, um, the slightly short one takes takes. He just gets a whiff of his one. He's like, yeah. oh, oh, no, fuck, that's not for me. Ah, oh no. Uh, and, oh, I'm afraid one person's out already. The second one. Mm. <sighs> <Yep>. <sighs> I'm made of the strongest stuff. <laughs> Gonna blow mine out. Take that shot back. All right. Uh, make a uh, constitution saving throw. Sorry, constitution check. Apologies. A constitution check. Oh, same thing. Eight. Eight. Um, you try to hold it, and it's just. You just feel this burning sensation throughout your throat, and yeah. it, it doesn't hit you at first. It feels warm when you first drink it, and then just sl- just in a matter of seconds, you just feel it's like um, it's like being in a chamber um, before like fire just just shoots through a very small space, and but basically can, that coming out of your throat. I can keep it down though. You keep the drink down. You're not sick. You're not sick, but yeah. you do splutter a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh no! I'm afraid that's uh, that's not a clean drink, sir. Unlucky. <laughs> Would you care for another one, my dwarven friend? Hey, go on then. And he just necks the second one. Doesn't even. He just eyeballs you, and he doesn't even flinch. That's how a real dwarf drinks. The elvish pansy. So uh, challenge is over, but I've still got my two drinks. You so still I'm got two take drinks. Take my next one. Blow it out. Take that drown. That's another constitution. <laughs> Still going. Oh, seven again! Son of a eight! <laughs> again. <laughs> and this time, it hits you even worse than the first time. You're actually, your speech becomes quite hoarse now. <laughs> so you've got a bit of a husk. And this dwarf isn't one now. of the other players' ca- characters, right? Nope. Cool. Okay, later. <laughs> Just. Hey, 
You're not dealing with just any dwarf, my friend. And he goes for the third one, and okay, he got he next that as well. I hate him. <laughs> he just drinks it. He goes, You're dealing with Mace Flint, a clan Flint of Radvincia. We're made of the stronger stuff. Come back to me when you want a real challenge in here. I'm going to drink the third one. You drink the third drink one, mate. I still shoot. blow it out. Okay. Are you doing this? Are you trying to do this so that he sees you do it, or are you? Or are you no, he's, he's, he's still there. Okay. <laughs> what did you roll? One. A natural one. It's a natural one. Yep. So you so you eyeball him, and you're like determined. Chuck this drink down, even though the first two, like once bitten, twice shy. You burned like so badly, and you're like horse breath. Like, <laughs> You get the third one, and this one, gag reflex kicks in, and just <laughs> projectile vomit um, on, on the dwarf. On the dwarf, yes. uh, yeah, on onto his bald head. I can live with this. And he just stands. I've lost, but I've taken them down with me. Turning into a into a very dark purple around his face. I see this. Yep. Uh, You're at the other end of the bar. How far away is that that tank uh, of water? Tank of water. Tank, you came oh, um, it's about um, about forty odd feet away from you. I'd like to run to the tank of water. <laughs> Sorry, I see where this is going. It's ten feet. It's uh, the tank is ten feet. Uh, it's ten feet up, so oh. it's glass, but it's ten feet. The man is at ten foot tall. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> a seven foot three. Yeah. And I've got a, a trunk that's probably about another three foot. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll probably just get in there. If I go up, I grab a stool, go up, okay. get the trunk in there, okay. I get a big old of water in, okay. run back, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's okay, I've got this, and I just dump the water in my trunk over the dwarf and just sort of make to <laughs> pat him down. Uh, I'm sort of sure he meant nothing but <laughs> I just, you know, just... There we go. So, so, just, so just to take this back a little bit, so you've run over to the tank Meet performance of the uh, of the mermaid <laughs> in, in the tank doing her thing, <laughs> just like waving this ribbon around. It's all you know, this melodic music. It's all very exotic. The audience are in trance when this lumbering seven foot loxodon elephant man runs in, props up a stool, <laughs> puts your trunk in, just take take maybe a foot of water out of it. Yeah. As much as you can probably hold, yeah, probably about that. Um, <laughs> right? She just stops before me, and they're all just looking at you. And you run off. You don't even notice this happen. They're all, huh? The dwarf, the dwarven sort of savage-looking barbarian type who has vomit all over him. You then just unload the water onto him, washing off the vomit. Oh, well, yeah, logically that would work. Yep. You also just emptied a load of water onto him. Uh, and is there a bar mat or some description? Or uh, make your perception check. It's going to be twenty. Wait, no, wait, sorry, nineteen. Nineteen. Where, uh, where no, was this for my constitution? Um, as far as you can see, there aren't any on the bar, but you do spot behind the bar. Um, actually, you get a, you get a good view of the bar in this time because you know you've got height, you can see it. So. Um, so you can see that there are a couple of, um, sort of towels that have been in one corner of the bar. It looks like a sort of washing up area just tucked into the side. Um, at the 
Uh, it's the nearest end to where you guys are. You're sort of in the right-hand corner, so it's near to you. Um, it also catches your eyes, mounted on the wall behind the bar, is this very fine-looking dagger. Um, it looks like it's made of some... It's like a whitish colour. looks like it's made of, um, of pure bone and... Uh, yeah, which, so it's a whitish handle, looks like a bone handle. The blade itself, look, it, instead of being the sort of silvery um, grey steel or iron that you're used to seeing, it's a much darker sort of blackish colour. And that seems to be, that's mounted very proudly, it seems, behind the bar. Um, as well as seeing a, a nice big sign about the uh, Flaming Jacks um, grog, and there's like a barrel with Flaming Jacks carved into it. Um, those are the two things that catch your eye. I'd like to grab one of the towels. Grab one of the towels. Just sort of, well, yeah, whatever, just sort of start to pat the dwarf down. I'm awfully uh, sorry that. Uh, there we go. That's. Feeling better? Like, there's no need for any sort of altercation here. Just, okay. Yeah. Uh, mm, yes. <laughs> uh, Flint, was it? There we go. Make make, uh, make a persuasion trick. Okay. It's going to be. What is that? That's going to be ten. Um, so when you go to pat him down, he just grabs your hat, your arm, well, as much as he can, dwarf yeah. to yeah. dwarf to relax it on, and like, and just fixes you gaze and goes, "Don't touch me, elephant man." No, I'm sorry. Uh, Boys, he stand on me! As he says that and says that to her, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to put the hand on the rapier and just sort of press the thumb to the top of the hilt so it just starts to come out. I'm going to say to him, you know the rules. For weapons, we step outside. You don't need a weapon to face me unless you're checking. I want to take my hand away from my weapon. Roll for initiative, (laughs) both of you. And I will, and let's bring up a map, shall we? Okay. Let's change this music to something more intense. Bar fighting. Do you have a page for bar fights? I don't have a page for bar fights, but what I do have is something I made earlier. You're very well, What it means to say is, this is exactly what it's got. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing for bar fights. It's a good book. It's a really cool book. Yeah, I'm very happy with this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not prepared at all. <laughs> I, did, I told you I prepared it. This just wasn't already be- built. So um, let's let's give you guys some view. So um, this time you've got. Um, so you guys are all up at the bar. Yeah. So you've got your got your dwarves here. And other patrons and such. There's you. There's you. Um, <laughs> It'll do. I'm not really asking a lot from Jack for being a loxodon. I don't want a, a, an exact uh, replica of an elephant for my mini spot. So, for a second, I thought it was the guy from Star Wars, the. Um, was it Jabba the Hutt's assistant? He's got that sort of oh, the, long yeah. part going around in there. I thought that was that for a second. And his buddy who's gone sat down over there. A couple of other patrons. I wouldn't have guessed beard. I thought this was like a half Cthulhu type yeah. Lego. Yeah, it looks a bit like a, a mind flare, doesn't it? 
Uh, more on that story uh, later. Dwarves are in this bar? So there's two dwarves. Um, that's a human. Uh, there's a human over here. These are just patrons. I'm just adding a bit of colour. Okay. I'm just wondering when he said boys, how many people responded to that? Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, so I think you're directly in front of him, given that you are patting him down. Okay. So, what did you get on initiative? I'm going to write down this down. Uh, I mean, I got 18. 18? 13. 13. Those, that's not bad, actually. Because um, they get their stats. Okay, so I feel like you don't really want me to ask them to step outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they, these guys are brawlers. Okay, they love a good fight, and um, being so the I don't get being their provincial background, daggers. they 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 like they like to punch things. Um, they like to sh- a show of might is quite yeah. common. You don't know much about provincia, but they are, are known for sort of Conan the Barbarian types. Um, Okay, so um, for initiative, so you said 18 for, for Malar? Yeah, 18. Okay, and what was it for um, Seth, sorry? 13. 13, okay. So Mace got 16, and his guys got 11. So, okay, so that means that it is, uh, it's, it's you to go first, sir. So how many uh, how many people have responded to his call to arms? Um, you can make a perception check as a free action if you would like. It's gonna be perception. Good answer. Seventeen. Thank you. Seventeen. Yep. Okay. So um, <clears throat> you see uh, on the table nearest to you the two there look like his guys for sure. Okay. Um, Quite a lot of eyes are on you, given that you have interrupted a performance. Uh, and yeah, so aside from those, it's hard to tell. Especially, it's kind of dimly lit, and there's some there's some drift globes hanging from the ceiling. Um, but it's yeah, it's hard to make out individual faces from where you are. Um, I would like to, uh, friend. There there is no need for this. Let's let me buy around, and we can talk. As uh, adults should. Uh, Loxodon to, to dwarf. I apologise for this. Make a persuasion check. Six. He just seems to get more like enraged. You see his beard kind of trembles as he's. Is that my action? Um. If, um I will. I'll say that was your talking, so you've still got an action. Okay. Yeah. Um, what I want to do is, if it looks like these guys are still going to fight, uh, I'm going to hold a spell. Cool. What spell are you holding? Bane. Bane. Okay, and you, who are you going to be directing at? Or be, what would be the trigger, sorry, for that? So if, um, if it, one of these three guys threatens violence at me, any one of the three, or indeed my new, this guy that I'm... I'm trying to help out here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nobly trying to help out. And I can target up to three creatures with that. So it'll be all three of them. Okay, great. But uh, only if... Because, uh, hey, I've, I've, I've spoke to them. Why would, they, why would they want to attack? I'm trying to... Yeah, trying to be reasonable here. Trying to be reasonable here. So that'll be, that, that's what I'm holding. 
Okay. Um, so he goes to pick up a chair, smash you, smash you with the chair, and you release Bane. Bane, so I need a charisma save from everybody. Okay, and what's the DC? It's 13. Uh, 13, okay. Mace makes the save. And his two guys, his two guys fail. Okay, so his two guys, whenever they make an attack roll or saving throw, roll a d4, subtract that from whatever you roll on the d4. And that's just for the next turn, is it? No, that's that's for the next uh, that's for the next minute, as long as I maintain my concentration. Next minute, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see how that concentration goes because you're just about to get hit by a chair. Give him the chair. Um, so, making an improvised making it as an improvised weapon, which they can do as an arm strike. Great. Um, so, does a um, does a eight. 18 hit. Yeah. 18 hits, so. Is the armor class? Oh, I'm not holding the shield. Ah. Why okay. would I be? True. <laughs> okay, so you take four points of bludgeoning damage, uh, five points of bludgeoning damage as you're hit over, just hit right full on in the face with the, with the chair, um, and then he also then grabs your trunk. You are now grappled. Uh, <laughs> just like that. Um, yeah, and, and he's just got you in his grasp. Seth, what are you going to do? Cool, so I'm going to change from the hand on the rapier to hand on a dagger, and I was wondering if I could make it a um, sleight of hand to, like I said, with where we are now, we've got the bar here, him there, the guy there. Can I get the dagger out stealthily? Without the, I know the entire bar is looking, but I don't want to. So basically, what I want to do is pull the dagger out. I'm going to put my hand on his shoulder and I'm going to come up, just come close to him and I was like, let's not escalate this any further, holding the dagger towards him. Right. And then I'm actually, for the free action, I want to, like, in- intimidate threat. But I want to So hold... you're going to use the dagger to intimidate him, yeah, essentially. Yeah, I want you're to hold... the back with it. The ax- so it's pretty much right at the kidney, at the side. Yep, yep. But I'm going to hold the action. If he goes to do anything, like, if he goes to move in any aggressive way... I'm going to stab him. Okay, um, make an intimidation check, and I'm going to say with advantage, because that's a very good way of intimidating somebody. So, 21. And natural 20, so 25. Oh! Now, first, is that the can't first drink, natural 20 in the game? Uh, Apart from me, I rolled the first now. My guy can't drink, He not that perceptive, but... Damn, he can threaten people. Damn, he's good at knifing, knifing yes, people. Yes, you've given me a scenario threaten. that the knife could come out. See, okay, so um, at, at this moment, it's not his turn. You don't know what's going to happen, but you see that his, his expression changes just from behind. You can't see yeah. it. Yeah. He's surprised by, uh, by what you've just I've done. I've probably moved to sort of just there oh, so that it's as hidden as. Uh, I would say you're probably uh, behind him, actually. You've probably come all yeah, the way so around. Yeah, I've probably just got him. to here. So I'm trying, the dagger is as out of sight as possible. The hand's friendly on the shoulder with the whisper. The hand is to the kidney. Got you. Yep. Uh, okay. Cool. That's that's that all makes sense. Anything else you want to do? Wait, is that your turn? Uh, I don't have anything to do with bonus actions yet. <laughs> no. Level two. It's the far off dream. Okay. So it's now the brawler's turn. <laughs> so they come up. Come up behind you. <clears throat> Seeing, seeing you come up to their illustrious leader 
and also seeing that you got hit by the chair, these guys follow suit with this one. Comes over, grabs a bar stool, runs at you with it. It's going to hit you with a bar stool, or trying to hit you with a bar stool. Minus, minus the d4. Minus the d4. Minus the d4, good point. So currently it's on 17, so minus the d4, minus 1, 16. Hits. 16 hits, that's unlucky, that's um, unfortunate. Uh, <clears throat> five point, sorry, six points of bludgeoning damage. Oops. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm still up. You're still up, okay, okay. <laughs> Episode one, death by chair. Sma- uh, smashes into you. Oh, you take a lot of damage. Um, just reel back as you've been hit by a chair, now a bar stool. It's all, it's all happening. There's wood flying everywhere. It's, it's, it's like you're working at a carpentry place. But uh, anyway, uh, the third one is gonna, is gonna come, come up to you, behind you, and he grabs. He's gonna try and grab your arm, the one that's got the, well. Uh, he- would need more likely to go for the arm that's on his shoulder because my right hand's right in front of me. Sorry, yes, you're going to go to the hand nearest him, so yeah. the one that's on the shoulder. Sorry, yeah, you're holding it that way. Um, so it's a contested grapple check. So, oh, okay. uh, so athletics or acrobatics to get out of the grapple. Uh, acrobatics, the dexterity one. Okay, um, you got to beat twenty. Cool. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. So it goes to grab you. You nimbly, in this life elfish manner, move out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming he's just a bit drunk to miss that. He, I mean, he was the one who couldn't handle his drink, so um, like he, he went for one and couldn't do it. Um, okay, that's that's them, and the rest of the uh, the rest of the tavern are looking over. The barman ducks behind the bar, and like, oh, it's happening again! <laughs> hides, <laughs> hides behind there. Um, there um, uh, there's only one person that catches. Um, um, your attention, and it's just in the, your peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. Is there is uh, uh, there's an elf looks like in some sort of military regalia um, who's been sitting in, in a corner with uh, sorry sitting against the wall at the table with um, with uh, one other guy, uh, and the side from everyone else is generally gasping. She, it looks like she's ready for ready for action. Mm-hmm. Looks like she's ready to, to jump in there, um, and just. Eyeing up the situation currently. It's now um, Bala, your turn. Guys, this guy has me by the trunk. But also with the position you have been pulled down by the trunk, yeah. you can see my dagger. Okay. Like okay. at the side. Um, then Okay. Yeah, you are currently grappled. Uh I'm gonna, okay. Okay, we're gonna try something again. Uh trunk grappled. Um I would advocate that we cease this and maybe you should let one of the children of Bestia go. And at that I will use Thermatology to make my eyes go blood red. I will cause the ground to shake. Okay. And I will cause every door and window in this establishment to fly open. Like it's love it. Um, three things at once. Yeah. Make an intimidation check and definitely getting advantage for, for doing that. Not the most charismatic of fellows, but with advantage. 14. 14. Uh, he looks um, suitably perturbed by, <laughs> by your words. It's, um, you doing anything else? Uh, I've used the cantrip, so that's me done. Okay, cool. His turn. Let's, let's your trunk go. You bloody coward. 
How dare you? Don't face me like a man. And he turns and he sort of and he and he turn, turns around yeah. like you're, you've got the blade blade by him. But he just yeah. he just kind of turns around anyway, just to face you and just eyes you up and goes, "You're gonna face me properly. Put your fists where your daggers are." I'm gonna keep, keep the dagger. Oh, then you coward! I'm gonna keep the dagger there. I'm just gonna just still got a dagger right there, right at this side. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna get out. Um, okay. It's still his turn, but um, oh, sorry, that's it's still his turn. But I'll say, yeah, yeah, you can respond to that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you turn to get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah you turn to get out. I'll tell you what. We'll do this out sequence. It makes more sense. So, um, go on, make one more intimidation check. This time, not advantage. This is just a straight roll. Thanks. I don't think I can beat. It. I don't think I, I can't get my sneak attack with uh, hands. So, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. What have you got here? He considers he's, he's holds fast, doesn't move. Yeah. That's his turn. So it's your turn. my turn, I'm just gonna with a dagger I'm just gonna side stand up and gonna take one of the my coin purses out and I'm just gonna throw him the coin. Throwing money at No, no throw him for it's a coin uh coin purse. It's like mm-hmm. how, how much how much you th- how, is it the 20 stolen silver. <laughs> You're throwing the stolen silver pieces, okay. So I'm just be like, buy your drinks, be on your way. And I'm just going to stand up, fully straight. Dagger's going to go away, and I'm just say, buy your drinks, be on the way. Uh, poof, hits him, lands on the ground, and he's still holding and looking at you. Oh, now you're talking my language! <laughs> uh, and he and he just immediately um, he goes, boys, pick up the money. Hey, <laughs> drinks all around. Come on then, let's get it owned in. And he picks up your tw- picks up the, the twenty. Well, one of the others picks up the twenty yeah. pieces, um, and they uh, they go go up to the bar, slam it on the table, and they're like, hey, let's have a round then. Don't know the conversion rate of silver to alcohol, so I'm hoping it's enough for around. Well, back the well, DM screen. Yes, it is, uh, and also it's enough for around. At this particular establishment, yeah, pretty good. Um, so with twenty silver pieces, you get um, uh, you can get twenty flaming jack bukers. Okay, okay, that's that's reasonable. Fair, fair. Um, but he acknowledges you as oh, hey, hey, we got some ale for the dragon for for this uh, this elephant man here, eh? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll do what, for, how, how many would you have, like, uh, three, or... Uh, uh, yes, three would be most appreciated. Uh, three ales, and whatever else we can get in the f- Jack Bookers. Yes. Ha, 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 fine sport, thanks, lad. Uh, and the, the, uh, gnome popped up my mind. Yeah, um, is everything, um, settled down now, or can... Yes, everything. everything uh, you look like a trustworthy sort. Uh, uh, my uh, Loxodon companion. Uh, is everything um, dissipated? Uh, yes. Uh, it would appear so. Uh, drinks. This man is buying drinks. Right. When, um, when he when he comes up, I'm just gonna uh, reach behind the belt, pull out one gold, and just go for the stalls in trouble. And just put it, put it on the counter. 
Yes, well, I don't think it's going to do much for the reputation. My, um, that show was the highlight of the week for many uh, of my patrons, and now they're, um, well, and he gestures out, and you can yeah. see that they're all, like, the patron, they're just, like, looking over you lot, just dumbfounded as to what's this happening. And I apologise for that. That was entirely my own doing, but, uh, I think you need to reevaluate the policy on your flaming jackbooters here. Has that had quite the effect on my <laughs> colleague here? And I was merely trying to uh, placate the situation before it got out of hand. What do you mean by by evaluate the policy? We we, we are renowned for the flaming jack. Okay, I mean it's above the door, flaming jacks. It's that my that name, Jack Ben Candlecorn Winklebottom. I'm not writing that down. Nope. Fuck you, Jack. Gnomes. Gnomes. Gnomes like their weird names. And it's, uh, it's, <laughs> I tell you what, um, I am willing to overlook this particular, uh, how will you say, um, debacle, um, this, uh, this particular um, scuffle and, uh, and uh, damage and so on has happened in my establishment, if perhaps you can do uh, a little favour for me. What favour? Uh, I'll be right back with your drinks, and then I shall let you know. And he uh, takes the gold, takes the gold, takes the silver. Damn, I thought he was going to forget the gold. <laughs> I, I, oh, no. I thought it was favour instead of gold. Nothing gets past this yeah. geezer. He's uh, yeah, yeah. As he, as he started to walk away. Uh, yes, he's just disappeared. So I'm going to text. I've actually spoken to the Loxodon. So, so yeah, because uh, so I was going to say so, lots been going on. Yeah, I was say uh, thank you for the assistance. And sorry for the trouble, because I realise now that uh, well, I did all the things, and you got hit by two stools for that. Uh, that's quite all right. I think you repaid that favour in kind, and uh, no harm, no foul here. So, uh, let me introduce myself. I am Digon Malar Shade Creek. Uh, pleasure to meet you. A big Seth. Nice to meet you. Excellent. Fantastic. The. Uh, hmm. Window shaking, ground mm. shaking. Is that you? Ah, uh, yes. I am one of the chosen of Festa. I can manifest such things. Oh yes, he's well known around these parts. <laughs> There's not many of his kind around here. I can tell you that. It says it pops uh, up the three ales and then disappears down again. I just dunk my trunk into one and just imbibe. Imbibe, uh, and and Mace sees you do that. He's like, "Well, I think I may have underestimated you, my uh, elephant companion, <laughs> Mister Elephant Man. Hey, yeah, there's none like you around in Provincia. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, uh, although it's gonna be, uh, it's got to be something a bit with a bit more fire for me. You know, it's more my thing. So." Um, <laughs> there's that Jack Booker too. I'm coming, coming. And she puts up the first uh, first tray of uh, Jack Bookers and then disappears off again. Oh. Right, one for you, one for me, <laughs> and one for you, which I'll take myself. Eh, ah, ah, eh. Right. Uh, I turn. Well, best of luck with that. And as I do that, I pass guidance. <laughs> So I'm gonna blow it up as we go to take a shot. 
Just over the shoulder. Over the shoulder. Ooh, okay, make a deception check. Still get a D4 Every right. everyone's still drinking. They're all looking. Oh yeah, he's the taking the drink. He, that's why you don't get any disadvantage for this. Otherwise, it'd be a total disadvantage if they're just watching you, you try and drink. Well. Nineteen, and my deception is plus five, plus three, so that's twenty-seven on my deception. Twenty-seven. That's pretty good. Um, uh, that's uh, you. You managed to do it. And to be fair, Mace uh, is uh, otherwise engaged yeah. as he um, he next the first one then next the second one and immediately and has to run outside uh, the other two sort of trailing behind him yeah. and you can hear um, just faintly in the distance as the as the entrance is quite a way away from you you can hear some retching from outside <laughs> meanwhile inside it seems that um, the performance has started up again uh, in the ta- uh, with the, the merfolk in the tank just waiting along and the, the music kicks in again from the band the unseen but definitely their band they're actually actually as you look up they're on the second floor there's like a balcony yeah. um, basically all the way around the second floor okay. with um, bedrooms above um, which you obviously can't see into from where you are but you get the sense there are rooms up there um, and yeah it's a band just a, just a two piece band just accompanying just with some strings and stuff the Dwarfs that have moved down the bar, they're drinking. They've they've gone outside. Oh, they Because oh, one of them's being sick. Mace is being sick. So the other two, his 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 um his uh, entourage have gone yeah. with him. Uh, meaning that it's just yourselves, sure. um, the barman. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask, uh, when you uh, touched my shoulder for, before the uh, shots, did you do something? Uh, not so much me, but Fester or probably one of the other eight, but definitely. More likely to be fester than anyone else. What is it you can do? I'm Decal Malarshakri. I am. I'm. I'm one of Fester's chosen. You know of the Eight, surely? Yeah, I've heard of the Eight and for that, but uh, not quite seen what uh, you can do before. I can invoke the divine uh, to a certain extent to. Uh, Benefit those around me. Okay. I can uh, I can administer a certain degree of healing as well. And um, where exactly are you heading right now? Well, uh, here I'm actually scheduled to meet someone. Uh, what about yourself? What brings you to this establishment in this part of town? Well, I'm heading up uh, northeast on a I guess you could say a bit of a hunt for something. Mm. But uh, was going to stop at. Uh, one of the largest cities away from the ports on the way to uh, look for some assistance but uh, someone of your abilities maybe after your meeting for free we could talk some details I would, I would be interested certainly excellent yes hmm uh, has the person I'm trying to meet has she passed through yet am I still waiting uh, you um, last time you checked you were still waiting you can make a perception check see if anything's changed Uh, seven. Not as far as you can tell. It's, so, it's, it's not been through. I mean, it's it's quite busy in there, but um, you get the sense the ambassador would create quite an entrance. You okay. you'd know when she had entered, but nothing so far. Okay. It's as you look round, you do see that the um, the performance uh, then comes to an end of the um, of the merfolk, and you see you watch as she sort of swims up to the top of the tank. Um, 
and then sort of heaves herself up just delicately up onto the edge of because obviously it's glass but it's got a metal rim to it she pulls herself onto the top um, before um, she turns and presses this shell necklace she has around her um, her neck obviously uh, that's where necklaces go um, and with that momentarily uh, her um, the fin the, her tail disappears and turns instead into human legs and climbs out bluish skin very, but, very, but highlighted with pink features so the hair eyeshadow kind of lip areas all, all pink so highlight all these different areas but mostly blue and you know tastefully dressed as merfolk generally are um, comes out of the tank and uh, at that moment uh, Jackman piped up oh uh, you, you have to excuse me a moment I must see to, to the talent <laughs> I'll be right back <laughs> and uh, he scuffles over to her and just uh, just helps her descend out as much as a three foot gnome can help a uh, a, a merfolk who's ten feet up a tank uh, come down and um, sort of escorts her towards uh, towards the stairs uh, and just lets her head on. She she looks over at you. She pauses at the bottom of the stairs and looks over directly at Seth mm. um, and just just kind of nods and and then disappears. Up to there. Get some heat <laughs> and a hot wet chip. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, the, before Jack then comes back, um, comes back to the bar and puts the last of the shots up there. And goes, um, <clears throat> so, um, those dwarves still here? I I can't I can't see them. Um, I think they're uh, outside. Oh. I advocate this is the reason why you should rethink the policy on whatever that is. I mean, do, would I would I ask you to reconsider your beliefs on on Festia? No, but that is the divine, and this is. I'm. I'll assure you that flaming Jack's Jambu, Jam, flaming Jack Booker to me is divine. So In fact, of... I'll have one myself if that's okay with you. I'm sure the dwarves won't miss it. <laughs> and he next one, um, and he keeps it down. <laughs> God, everyone oh, that's great it down. stuff. Oh, uh, is at this point Mellow probably goes into a five-minute diatribe about the nature of the gods and how they've created all, and you know how. So a, yeah, how yeah. Preference really doesn't stack up against this. It's a little bit rambling. Yep. It's not well targeted. Um, he, he listens patiently to you for the first couple of minutes, and yeah. then, and then you, ca- as you carry on speaking, lost in your um, general patter, um, he just dis- he just kind of moves to one side and starts serving another customer, um, and then when he thinks you're finished, he then comes back. Okay. Right. Just, just so, and he yeah, and he comes back over. And says, so, um, about this favour I was uh, hoping to ask of you, <laughs> um. And I have a slight problem that I could do with uh, uh, people with your particular set of skills and subtlety to uh, help me in, in a, in a very discreet way, if that's at all possible. <laughs> well, you see the sign here, Monster Hunters. Well, I think you're the sort that might be up to hunting down a particularly... Uh, malevolent and and and, and, and terrifying uh, giant um, beast p- 
problem. As he says that, I'm going to perk up. It's like, uh, giants? What type of giant? Um, a most fearsome foe. Um, with uh, uh, the great fangs that will lash out at you and, 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 and cause some serious gnawing damage the to you. The second he says fangs, I sort of lose that bit of interest thinking he was talking about the stone giant that attacked us. So, lose that little bit of interest. The intrigue goes just a little bit. But you're still hooked, though. Oh, you? hugely. Just, just still <laughs> like, yes, but you're slightly less, just slightly yeah. but still interested. Um, yeah, um, they, they are a, a formidable threat that's been causing me uh, irk for quite some time. Um, they're in the cellar. I can't seem to get rid of them. I'm sorry, they're here. Yes. No. This is what I'm saying. Subtlety would be very much appreciated, and... I can pay you uh, 20 gold pieces as a reward for um, for removing this particular problem discreetly. When you say problem, how many problems? Uh, last I counted, there was three. I could really do with some, some shuttle and some rest. Yeah. Uh, is this a time-sensitive issue? Um, well... Um... How many doors are down there? There's only the entrance. They, I, I don't know where they came from. I don't quite know how they got in the cellar, frankly. So, I'm hurt from the big... It, it's time-sensitive in the sense that I don't want them coming out into the bar. It would be most unsanitary and could cause distress to my well, patrons and uh, we could get if, shut down for good. Well, so, If we go down there now, one, two... Three of them. Ah. If one gets past, you're full right now. When you're not going to be busy, it's in the morning. And perhaps if there's only one door, mm. we can take. We keep a, a short watch. Maybe take. Maybe uh, open the door when it's a bit quieter up here. I agree with my friend here. It's fair logic. I mean, uh, I, 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 I mean, you can have a break, of course, um, but I would prefer this to be taken care of this evening if at all possible. We'll, we'll take care of this evening. We'll wait till, it, uh, till your talent, the people who have come to see your talent have uh, dispersed. And uh, when it's a bit quieter and there's no danger to your patrons who mm-hmm. have come here for your flaming Jack Booker. Indeed, yes. And indeed hospitality. Of course, yes. <laughs> then we can uh, deal with them more quietly. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you say big, um, I probably just think away no. up to the height of the ceiling. Like, and as he does that, I'm saying, or do you mean big and gesture up to his height? Um, yes, big, big, yes, big. Um, in your his, his big or I mean, if they big? were standing, if they were standing on upright, then yes, they'd probably be near and maybe a little bit, maybe your height. Yes, oh, my big. Yes, they are there, sir. Uh, they're much formidable. Yes. What are these? A giant rats. In the cellar. Oh, yes. That's pretty large. Um, uh, I need a rest. But, uh, I don't know I'm where they're coming okay. from, and um, but if you can find the source of where they're getting into, and, uh, that'd be much appreciated. I can then sort that out. Take the cellar. Right now? Let's go now so they don't come out here. Uh, oh. As if, we, if you're up for uh, helping him with this problem, I say we uh, take a quick rest in front of the uh, 
door till it quietens down, just to make sure none of them come out to the bar. Oh, certainly. The door, is it floor-mounted? Sir? Oh, oh, um, no, no, it's, uh, it's, uh... It? Sorry, yes, it, it, it's, it's just, just at the back here. <clears throat> and it leads you round, and it's, um... Uh, and it is, uh, yeah, it's a pull-open pull door, and it's just some stairs down. Is the door closed? Currently, yes. Oh, just sit here, right? Yeah. Let's... And I sit on the door. <laughs> Great. As you take a short rest, eh? That's all you're giving us, yeah. Yeah. You can you can take a short rest and sit on the door. I don't yes. think you'd be able to stay there all night. No, no, no. no I don't no. think he'd let you stay. Just want a quick um, quick rest in front of the door, and uh, there you go, Frank. Get, yeah, you roll those hit dice. Get some. Uh, D8. Get yourself all rested. Come on, free or high? Okay. Ah, free. Cool. I have full health again. I'm back to nine. Uh, Every time you roll hit dice, isn't it your hit dice plus your con? Yes, that's right. Hit dice plus your con, man. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's not too much. But still, I'm a, I was at four anyway. Uh, um, okay. You took a beating from those two chairs. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so I got they both hit my AC. Yeah. That was um, quite brutal, to be fair. You did take quite a quite a hit. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's three. That's fine. Okay. I think we can like so, gonna manage the situation. Fine. So, just want to check with your uh, blessings from first year. So unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties uh, during this part of the session. This resulted in some of the video uh, missing altogether. However, I do have a little uh, summary of what happens before we rejoin the action uh, when we reconnected. So after some fantastic role-playing and planning, Seth and Malar create a trap to lure the rats into. This was using only a ripped-open sack, four stones, and some rope. They spent quite some time deliberating on this plan, and eventually they had it set in place. Once they lured the giant rats out uh, from their nest in the cellar, unfortunately, Seth could not hit them with his daggers. The trap itself missed, and before the giant rats could enter into the bar up the stairs, Jackman Winklebottom, the proprietor, takes matters into his own hands and pushes Seth down the stairs. We now rejoin the action. Like, yeah. For this, you pushed me down the hole. I didn't. Jack pushed you down the hole. Jackman pushed you down the hole. No, 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 Jack no, pushed don't, me down don't, the don't give me that. I didn't. Jack did. You are Jack. No, Jack, but oh, Jackman Winklebottom. Uh, okay, we're back again, because, uh, yeah, sorry about this, guys. Um, we're having some problems with our um, sound, apparently. And I don't know what's causing it, and that's really irritating, because you're dropping every sort of 45 minutes. So apologies for the intermittent uh, stream, but hopefully we'll get that fixed for next time. But anyway, we're into the final bit of today's episode, because, uh, well, it's looking a bit ropey against yeah. these rats. And, uh, well, we'll do the XP after the stream, but... Um, but it, yeah, this is a, a bit of a challenge. So, so you yeah. just so you've just hit swung with the great Tried with your quarter um, staff. Quarter staff. Missed. So yeah, I've swung with the quarter staff. I missed, and it's all yeah. Two rats on are currently going for you. Um, Seth is now unconscious on the floor um, uh, after being pushed down the stairs over some rats because they didn't want rats in the bar because they're going to get close now, uh, and. Um, yeah, so you're in melee range with those two yes, as well. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So it's now um, you've just been. So it's now the rat's turn. 
turn. Point, point at you. Mm-hmm. They've still got pack tactics, so they're going to go for you. Uh, okay, does a 16 hit? Nope. Shield. shield. Got shield. And the other one goes for you. Does a 17 hit? Shield. Shield. Oh, <laughs> parrying these blows. Okay, uh, Seth, make another death, death save. Fail. One fail, so one, one success and one fail so far. Okay. Bella, your turn. Um, okay. Yeah, we're gonna go for another swing with the, um, with the, with the quarter stuff. Okay. No, no we're not, no we're not, no we're not. Uh, we're gonna drop the quarter stuff. You're gonna drop the quarter stuff, okay. Ten by feet. And I'm gonna point at a rat and it's going to make a constitution saving throw. Okay, I like this. Constitution Second saving throw, let's go. All the dead. Uh, fails, eight. Yep, that fails. It's already taken damage, so that is a... They're taking one each. Yeah, from your, from you, whilst conscious, rolling yeah. down the stairs. That is a d12 of damage, then. Um, so that is going to be six points of damage. That's all you needed. <laughs> so what's the total of the dead um, is... Um, I, I point, I sort of... I want to fest air, and then suddenly this this sound tolls around this creature. Oh, this this bell. Just sort of... uh, now the now the bell is actually more commonly associated with um, Declan, the uh, okay. the yeah the god of the uh, of the afterlife of the um, and uh, um, so it's, like, it's quite a haunting sound. This and it's just the last that this rat hears as it like petrified freezes, collapses down to the ground. Contorted and, and dead. Uh, not very pleasant. Uh, okay, nice one. One left. It's wait, wait, wait. It's not your turn yet. It's no, the rat's turn. turn. There's one left. Uh, rat's going for you. It's on his own now, so he doesn't get advantage. Uh, Seventeen. Shield. Um, Bang. Yeah. Seth. Fail. Fail. Not a one though. No. Okay. Okay. Not a fail. Not, no, not a one. So you've got two failed death saves and one success. Mama, it's uh, it's going to be your turn again after the rats. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, no, I, ro- I rolled out of sequence. I rolled out of sequence. I went you, and then I rolled the rats, and then it's you. No, it is you. It is you. Yeah, it is you. Sorry. Um, so I'm going to. So much going on today. Again, finger at the other rat now. Bring it across. Smite thee. Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> right. DC 30. Yeah, fails. I've rolled five. Roll good, roll well, roll well. Five points of damage. Five points of it's, it's, it's The same bell comes again. This time freezes, but it looks very scared. It's not dead yet. Uh, Is there anything I can do with the bonus action? Not currently, no. But it is the rat's turn. The one rat that's left's turn and it um, disengages, it retreats back from you, and it scarpers towards uh, towards the barrels at one side of the room, disappears. Okay. Push them out the way. Yep. It's out of the way. So. With that. (laughs) Are we still in initiative? You're not in initiative anymore. I would like to go and. Help my my newfound colleague. Yep. Stop him from 
bleeding out, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, those rat bites. Um, you hear footsteps rushing down the stairs, but yeah, you can make a medicine check, oh, or uh, if you've got a healing potion or anything like that. No, because I've using my spells on these shitty rats and those douchey dwarves. And, and because we're level one, one. we yes. haven't been to a shop. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So I'm going to make yet. a medicine check. I get plus five for this, so let's let's roll big. Six or eleven. Uh, eleven. Eleven is enough to stabilize him. I turn and turn at this noise behind me of this person running down. And you see, um, carrying um, carrying a, a flask of this sort of pinkish liquid in one hand. Um, uh, the unmistakable uh, felt and uh, green felt three-piece suit of uh, of uh, um, of Jackburn Winklebottom as he chucks runs down the stairs. Here. Ah, um, am I too late? Is everything? Um, I is that what I think it is? Uh, yes, I, I take I, it off of him, uncork it, and just decant it into your what throat. What is it? It's a healing potion. <laughs> okay, good, good. What's two the healing potion? Uh, two D four plus two. Um, he goes and. Max, so I'm at Oh, wow. Health. You're back to full health. You're with that. <gasps> back to life. On the throes of death after fighting the mighty, monstrous rats, which he did warn you about, to be fair. Um, I, I, I'm just so sorry for pushing you down the stairs, but I did say that not to come into the bar. We're going to get closed down. It was, it's a gnome, isn't it? Yes. Cool. Um, I will help you stand up. Yeah, thank you. And I will... I'm just... Like to, while you're dealing with this, I'm going to head across to where that rat went. I got my school stuff. Sure, um, me, oh. you can make an investigation check. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, I don't know the rat's still alive. I assume it's all finished. Twelve. Uh, Twelve. So as you um, rummage around, push past the barrels where it disappeared from, you discover um, behind because the barrels that you pull, push the first two apart, and there's two more with with more stacked on top of them, and you keep foraging your way through, using your trunk to move some of the barrels out the way, and you see behind it, as you push them out the way, um, a very small, um, well, I say very small, it's like um, four feet tall, um, a, a doorway it seems to have been blocked up. It looks like it's been carved out of the rock, um, and it looks very old, so it's been there for some time. You can't see down there because you don't have dark vision. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it seems to be it seems to be a doorway into a natural cave of some variety. Cool. On that, I've helped, he's helped me stand up. I'm going to grab the gnome by the neck. I'm going to hold him up against the wall. Okay. And I'm going to hold my dagger to his eye and be like, "You pushed me down the stairs." And I quite explicitly said not to bring the rats into the bar. Don't say that again. And I'm going to put the knife a bit closer. We weren't in the bar. We were fighting them before the bar. And the grip is getting a bit tighter. And you pushed me down the stairs. And as you did. I'm squeezed just enough that he can't talk anymore. And I'm just going to drop him. (laughs) And he just thunks onto the ground. Um... Dust billows up from beneath yeah. him. And um, I can see that you have um, dealt with them. <clears throat> I can see that you've dealt with the um, the rat problem, uh, the, those monstrous beasts. And as promised, and he pulls out from from his uh, from from his back from his uh, belt twenty gold pieces. 
Yeah. I'm, go- I'm just gonna hold the knife just a little bit in front of it. It's like you're mispronouncing thirty. Make an intimidation check. Uh, intimidation 23. I'm missing five gold and free lodgings for the night for the pair of you. Gonna take 20, 25. Yeah. Yes, um, I can show you two rooms. They are um, uh, immaculately well kept for the area. Um, and uh, but, you know, maybe we should get some, some a nice rest for this evening. I come back at this point. Um. We might have dealt with this problem now, but uh, you appear to have a hole down here that uh, I would have looked at pretty soon. Oh, uh, payment yeah, and nice. lodgings. Fantastic. As he comes out, I'm going to pass him the bag off for 25. Yes, locks it. I suppose right. those big ears of yours do pick up on a few things, don't they? But I'm passing the whole bag of 25. Does anyone fancy a flaming jambuka? There's still a few on the bar. No. As uh, I'm going to say no, and I'm going to start to head up the stairs. Ah, uh, right. I've choose your rooms then. As we as we go up the stairs, there's the poster with the rats uh, thing and the poster of the uh, Jack Booker below it. So I'm just going to tear down the rat one, and then I'm going to tear down the Jack Booker one as well. Uh, he just lets it happen. Yeah. Right. Um. I can see maybe a bit of shut eye would do some good, sir. Um, maybe uh, uh, maybe we should, should go go and rest for the evening, and, uh, and uh, we can uh, talk about this um, hole in the morning. <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, hey, friend, don't go anywhere in the morning. I want to take you up on that offer of uh, big game hunting. So, <laughs> I, I, I won't, but. I'm looking forward to the uh, sleep right now. So mm. uh, I'll s- see you in the morning. Take a good evening. Uh, also, good evening. Uh, uh, did you say you were looking for someone? Uh, you were waiting for somebody to come here? Yeah, uh, indeed. Uh, Lady Helene Grenforth. Ah, that's right. I, I tuned out when you told me before. I was in the midst of some, uh, you know, it's a, there was a lot going on. So, um, uh, yes, yes, Lady Helene. Uh, if, if she does appear in the meantime, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Shade Creek, I, I will of course uh, uh, let you know. Deacon. Uh, apologies, but Deacon Shade Creek. Yes. That's okay. Yes. Uh, of course. Um. Uh, yes. Thank you. Uh, I will. Uh, of course. Uh, let her. Uh, let her know that you're here if she arrives. Uh, uh, yes. I shall keep an eye out though. <laughs> I shall let you know what what goes on. Nothing gets past Jackman Candle Corn Winklebottom. <laughs> uh, quite friend, and I sort of give him a. Heavy-handed slap and just go upstairs. Okay. Alrighty, you go, you went upstairs yep, as well. Yeah, went upstairs. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, so you go up the stairs. Um, you can see now that the balcony around the uh, the top of the uh, sorry on the second floor of the tavern is uh, it goes all the way around. Um, so you can see so you can see everything that's going on below. You get a great view of where the uh, where the t- the water tank is with the uh, where the performer was earlier. Uh, and speaking of the performer, you also see um, you see her just um, standing at one end of the um, of the walkway, um, just outside um, of a room of the open door, and she um, and she smiles and then nods and nods at you. Whereas I can't really. And he smiles and nods at you as well. I nod back, but uh, the smile can't be visible. I've got my scarf still about around the face, but I do nod back. And she, she gives you a uh, a knowing. Look, 
soft sizing her up a bit. And uh, yes, goes goes to her, goes to her room, um, shuts the door. What's that? I'm, I'm gonna head to my room. Uh, this gold, you? It's it's yours. I I didn't contribute. Oh, nonsense! No, come on, I'll give you seven gold. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I can put this to good use. Have a good evening. You too. Uh, so you uh, both take your rest for the for the evening. Yep. Um, so you can long rest now, bringing you back to full and bring your hit dice back. Great. Yep. Level one, man. Level one. I know. I know. I just, you yeah. have no call for stuff. You did well. I'm going to murder all your things at level three. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Uh, you did very well. Um, uh, I was concerned. I did nothing. But I wasn't going to pull any punches, you know. I wanted to make sure that you were. Um, this was. You know, this is genuine. I'm gonna I was going to. So much. So in the morning, um, so you wake up and uh, the, when you, uh, as you said, the light sort of streams in through the windows where you are, and um, you get time to sort of take in the rooms uh, that you're in. Um, it's all wood paneling, uh, wooden floors, wooden walls. The, the entire upper floor is wood essentially, um, and just it's um, reasonably well adorned. The rooms they've got some some nice sheets and. Um, uh, got a wardrobe in each in their little pedestal table, and yeah, just a, just a couple of little knickknacks, but nothing um, of any particular value. Um, morning is here. Uh, what do you want to do? So I'm gonna head down to the bar. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna drink something non-alcoholic this early. Uh, do I see the Mallards up? Or would Mallard be up by it? Probably spend a. I sort of get myself about myself. Uh, I spend probably the first hour just in quiet meditation, uh, you know, uh, respect to the gods and all that good stuff. But I will head down the stairs also. Alrighty. Um, so, uh, as you walk into the main area on the second floor, you can see uh, the lights are streaming in. It seems like it's a nice day. That that storm has now passed. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, yes, rather pleasantly out. Um, it's still. Um, it, it's still lit inside. It's um, it's not got that many windows, um, so the drift globes that hang from the ceiling are still uh, are still um, casting light down into the the bar. And actually, now it's light. You only notice that the ceiling um, has this yes, it's intricately painted mural on there, and it seems to be depicting um, a village in the foreground in some sort of foothills. Behind, there's a um, there's a, uh, you can see some like the sea, some, some water, and then some mountains in the distance, and looming in the background over these mountains appears to be uh, a, uh, seems to be a winged beast, most, and from the looks of it, you'd say a red dragon in the background, looming over. Quite an interesting painting. Why would they have that there? Hmm, who knows? But that's not the only thing that takes your attention, um, because whilst um, it is morning and uh, not particularly busy in the tavern. There is um, one. Uh, there are two particular people who um, are still there and seem to be in their own little world. Mage arm, uh, mage hand wrestling. Uh, just on, on a table, they've got mage hands and they're wrestling each other. There's a very lithe um, uh, elf, the one that you saw earlier in the yeah. militaristic garb. The one that wasn't, didn't react when we had the bar. Yeah, fight. she was kind of sussing you out that didn't yeah. get involved. Is down there and she looks. Um, you can see from looking down from the balcony that she looks very smug and uh, is there with her mage hand. Like, and the other one uh, is Mace, 
the uh, the dwarf uh, who's still there. Um, yeah, they're doing that. Uh, the barman notices you. And goes, oh, uh, somebody's arrived for you. Uh, uh, my lots of come, come down here. Come, come see. That's where we're in today's session. <laughs> so, guys, first session. Nearly dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Level one. Yeah. I don't have double digits of health yet. Yeah, no. Yeah. How would, yeah, but but you didn't die. Yes, that's And I think you learned way. I think Seth probably learned a lot then, because you know, once tough monsters to fight, found one who's not gonna fight, and then nearly died by rats. Some lessons are hard to take. Um, like level one in D D is all about Hey, new person, this is D&D. This is how you play D&D. We both know how we've both got veteran seasoned characters in other campaigns. We know how to play D&D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please give us some fun stuff to play with, like level two or level three, where we get spell slots and cool abilities. Just yeah, Level yeah. one, you we'll get so little. Yeah, I know. I worked so at, the only thing is I worked out so much of a plan, I was like, cool, I'll, I'll be sneaky... So I get advantage on the attack. We'll trap it under a thing. So I get advantage on the attack to get sneak attack damage. Four, four, six, six. Push down the stairs. I didn't really get to showcase any uh, rogue abilities. Not yet, but you do live to find another day uh, to show off those abilities and that 19 dexterity. The only thing I got to show off was good sneaking and really good threatening. Really good? You were really persuasive. Yeah. I was surprised at how persuasive you were. I have put all of my uh, proficiencies on charisma based and dexterity for a lot of threatening character reasons. it worked well it really worked well um, I wasn't sure how the two of you were going to sort of meet but it, it kind of worked in the end it kind of it worked, cause happenstance came, came to help and then so the um, felt bad because it was in my fault that he'd come in and I'm, it's, that's better because he got hit twice while I had not been hit so it was uh, well, I, it I, worked uh, well even with the 16 AC Walking around being smug. Take a shield. Take a shield. Take shield. Anyway. Walking around with 16 AC. Beware of chairs. Yeah, chairs and stools and oh. But anyway, um, I I knew you guys. Um, yeah, I played before, so I thought a bit of a challenge would be fun uh, and testing. And I think certainly was testing. It was testing for me to not hit that goal, and it's like it's like. Really like I knew that. you wanted to go for it. I'm like, no, yeah. don't do that. You'll die. Please don't do that. I know. It's, that's why you like me completely silent. Like, I want my weapons. I want to talk all of them into attacking. It's like they're cannon fodder. I don't care if they die right now unless they turn out to be important. Remember that um, <laughs> that drag that black dragonborn yeah. lady? She was she was cool. Copper dragonborn. Copper. Thank you. Copper. Yeah. Dra- black dragonborn was the uh, was the guy, the guy in the armor. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Rex from Yeah. You didn't get the the copper one's name, but she's cool. Uh, anyway, all the plot hooks, and hopefully establishing a bit of the world, and some hopefully some intrigue for next time. Anyway, uh, I hope you guys have all enjoyed uh, watching today. I'm sorry about the problem with sound. Hopefully, we'll get those sorted for next time. Uh, <laughs> I really do hope they're sorted for next time, and I press the right buttons next time. Um, yeah, and uh, tune in for session two. That'll be um, same time next week here on the channel. Uh, until then, um, DK's been DK, James has been James, and I've been me, and you've been you. And thanks for watching, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you later.
Thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast. You can join in the action with us live on Twitch, Mondays from 6pm UK time. It's twitch.tv slash sliceanddy6. And don't forget to follow us on socials at sliceanddy6. Until next time, stay safe.